the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. wing of the Democratic Party, they hyperventilate on their yoga mats. (laughs) Yes, they do. Love me some Kennedy. I got to get back down to Louisiana sometime soon. Yes, indeedy, I do. Um, Okay, today, you would think that the Democrats, right, since the, you know, the the Democrats, you know, FDR, so so many uh, Jewish Americans vote Democrat because of the Holocaust and because of FDR getting credit for saving the Jews. He was a Democrat president at the time, right? That's that's one of the reasons why I'm told so many Jewish Americans vote Democrat. And the reality is, is I think that Republicans really are the party uh, that that um, recognizes Israel as our greatest ally, but you. But given the fact that the Democrats claim to be the party that loves all the people that check certain boxes, you would think that we would be hearing today about today being International Holocaust Remembrance Day. Have you heard anything about this tonight, Skins? Um, other than doing the research myself because I knew what it was. Uh, no, on the media, nope. No, all I'm seeing is that more and more and more about this um, uh, story out of Memphis. And and by the way, um, I don't like to see any... I couldn't be a cop, I've said it before, because it would be really hard for me to keep my cool if I encountered somebody like, let's say, somebody that abused a child. I mean, I'd be whipping out my... my jammy and and just go into town i don't have the self-control for that i, I and i it, it was made me squeamish to watch this stomping of of this young black man by these five black cops but let me tell you they're part of a group called the scorpions and it's got to be so hard for them this is not that much to the left of the chagrin much to the chagrin of the left i would tell you that they're upset tonight that these five officers out of memphis are all are all african-american right this, they can't they can't claim that this is a hate crime you know what is consistent with this story, from what I understand? And there's all kinds of threats. Hopefully people, hopefully people will stay cool out on the streets tonight because there's all kinds of threats from Antifa and, and Black Lives Matter. From what I read of the story, twice he was pulled over on, uh, on a stop for reckless driving. And there were, quote, multiple altercations. If Bill, if when is how many times have I said scans? When is BLM going to tell young black men to just cooperate when they get pulled over? It doesn't matter. Again, if you're guilty or innocent, you do what the law enforcement officer tells you to do. Yeah. If Black Lives Matter and Antifa cared so much about these young black men, they would tell them, look, even if you believe you're being pulled over for driving while black, which wouldn't make sense in this case because all the officers are black. But even if you believe that, what, 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 why are we encouraging and by, and, and by not telling these young black men to cooperate, if, if they actually believe that young black men are going to be murdered by cops, then for all, for, 
crying to Pete, tell young black men to cooperate and not uh, get into altercations with police officers. Don't be resisting arrest. Don't be doing all the things that are involved every time a young black man dies in custody. It just breaks my heart. Now now I got to see the mom and the dad sobbing. Nobody, nobody wants to see that. It's terrible. It's terrible. But this is not a hate crime. What does that have to do with International Holocaust Day? Well, because that's all I'm seeing tonight is about this one story out of Memphis. We're not seeing this. You know, the Democrat Party doesn't really care about the, the rise in anti-Semitism in this country. They want to they, they only want to talk about it when what's his name? Yay says, says something stupid because he wore a MAGA hat before. Well, we need to be remembering international. Uh, we need to be recognizing. I don't want It's tough because you don't want to use the word celebrating international holocaust remembrance day but remember i recently had the reagan library on because they've got a traveling they've got the only they've got a um a holocaust memorial exhibit exhibition that's coming to the reagan library for five months and the only place it's going to be on the west coast is at the reagan library and one of the reasons why i wanted them on the show was because this is really important to me this is a story um that i like 9 11 I mean, millions of Jews were killed out of hatred. And there are too many people in this country, too many kids that aren't being taught about the Holocaust, don't know anything about it. There's too many, uh, too many Holocaust deniers out there. And it's just shameful to me that I'm not seeing my own government recognizing International Holocaust Day, particularly since in the middle of it, thoughts, uh, sh- missiles were fired at Israel. Fortunately, they've got that, that Iron Dome over there, uh, which helped pr- to protect um, them. Um, these were rockets into Gaza, of course. Um, what was it that, um, was it Golda Meir who said um, there will be peace when, um, gosh, I have to Google that. I think she said something like, y'all call in if you know this quote, 888-344-1170. I think it was, um, you know, there will be peace when they, you know, love that love their children more than they hate hate us something along those lines because they you know the, the hamas who was behind these rocket attacks you know they, they'll strap bombs on their own children just to kill jews i have the whole quote if you want it oh yeah 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 when peace comes we will perhaps in time be able to forgive the arabs for killing our sons but it will be harder for us to forgive them for having forced us to kill their sons yeah wow that's a powerful quote powerful quote Seven people were killed and another three injured in a terror attack at a synagogue in uh, in Jerusalem on Friday evening. The hatred against the Jews is real. They are at, they are at their. It should be you know on some of the holidays we celebrate, Andrea. I mean, uh, I mean this is this is something that like kind of like unfortunately nine eleven people have forgotten. This, this should be front and center. Well, yeah, it should, because look at the terror attack that happened today. Nobody's talking about it. How did the Muslim Brotherhood, wasn't it the Muslim Brotherhood that wasn't it created with Hitler back in the day? Yep. They worked with Hitler. This hasn't changed. Think of the bravery it, it takes to live in Israel and Jerusalem. This is just devastating. So after uh, entering, he opened fire. The 21-year-old opened fire at people leaving the Adoret Avraham, hopefully I'm pronouncing it correctly, synagogue after Friday night prayers. 
After entering and attacking the people in the synagogue, he started chasing after people who were trying to escape. He then fled the scene. Uh, the officers killed him on the scene. Uh, just absolutely devastating. And why? Hated because of who they are. It's just... One of the reasons why you're not seeing the left speak up uh, to, uh, you know, um, they only talk about anti-Semitism is, is when they can, they can blame it on Republicans, right? It, uh, it's, it, it, because one of the reasons why they ignore it is because w- this country was founded on Judeo-Christian principles and values. And they don't want to talk about this because they want to be able to trample our Judeo-Christian principles and values. But you let some, but you let, uh, something happen like the Pulse nightclub shooting. And what was the first thing that happened? What's the first thing that would happen in the United States when there'd be some mass shooting involving a Muslim? The first thing that would happen would be somebody from the Council of American Islamic Relations coming to the microphone and warning against Islamophobia. All right. Gonna take a break. Then I've got, um, I am going to share with you guys some good news, actually, about COVID. An interesting story. Maybe we have an explanation as to why the Supreme Court couldn't find the leaker. We're going to share that with you when we come back. AK, dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. You know what? I think my sweet tooth is back. Y'all know I check uh, my uh, my food on Instagram during the breaks. I window shop food. And for a long time, I got to tell you, I kind of lost my sweet tooth. I just kind of lost interest in it. I hadn't been eating my donuts and my cakes. Well, you had me an apple pie with cheddar cheese, baby. Right. And it was the cheddar. Yeah. I, I've just been needing savory so much lately. Well, let me tell you, I just saw on Instagram a coconut cake. With with it was and and I'm not even a huge angel food cake lover now, but it was an angel food cake that was filled with a seven minute frosting and coconut. Who remembers seven minute frosting? Mama made the best seven minute frosting, and then it was covered. It was covered and filled with seven minute frosting and flake coconut. I just might have to make that this weekend. Get him out of here! No, you don't like coconut. I'm very no. I love fresh coconut with th- things that are sweetened with coconut. I'm particular. Okay, I don't know what it means. Fresh coconut. Who? Gotta get that. Gotta get the fresh shavings, baby. No, no, no. I like I like the kind that comes all sticky in the bag. The angel flake coconut. That's what I like. Um, okay, so at the at the beginning of the show, we talked about whether or not we were facing the World Health Organization's. Like, look, we got some anti nuclear, anti Armageddon drugs. If you're interested, <laughs> oh, who says comedy is dead? The World Health Organization is looking to give us some uh, some more drugs. Yeah, but I'm tish. Um, uh, during uh, the Bob Walters conversation you were having, I was doing some digging around, always looking for, for new news, uh-huh. and found a great story out of the UK. You did. And usually it's the reverse. Usually it's like, we're we're the sane ones over here. We we left the UK for a reason, you know, got ourselves away from the tyranny over there. Now they're doing something right. And yeah, and then, you know, they became, yeah, and then they became a part of the EU, and then the whole EU went crazy while we were still maintaining our sanity. And we've always been saying, so goes the, the you know, the... EU or so goes the UK where it's the reverse we're still crazy on these shots program while the Brits have yanked back their COVID shot program um, 
here's the story. This from justthenews.com. Uh, while we have continued to have a one-size-fits-all COVID uh, shot strategy, um, the UK has decided to stop giving boosters to people under 50, quote, who are not in a clinical risk group. Yeah, and, they're ending the program. Yeah, they're ending the program. And they're going to ratchet back primary, primary series vaccination as well. So basically, they're rolling it back. Um, this was uh, acceptance of a joint committee on vaccination and immunizations recommendations Wednesday. And there, it's contrary to the FDA. And of course, it, it, I, we can't conclude that the dots are connected to the video by Project Veritas. But it's and, right on the heels. But it's right on the heels, right? In which they're talking about how they're trying to mutate SARS-CoV-2 through... Um, monkeys through quote directed evolution in monkeys to keep COVID a cash cow for the pharma company well has it not been obvious that this has been a cash cow since the get-go now they may be using monkeys or bats but it's been a cash cow for them oh and by the way i forgot to mention this last night when he got busted did you see skins a video of this pfizer Dude, when he got busted, trying to act like, well, I was just lying. Does I was on a date. Isn't this what we dudes do? We lie to impress our dates. I heard about it, but I didn't see it. <laughs> so he's trying to he's trying to he's trying to take the snake skin off of Pfizer and put it on all you men out there. Y'all just a bunch of liars. He was just doing what you dudes do. Cause yeah, isn't that what's going to impress? I, I don't know if he's, I don't know who he was on. A, oh, I guess it was with a man. Maybe in gay circles, that's impressive to people to brag about how, you know, you're mutating viruses to make people sick and die so that you can inject them. I mean, is that your idea of romance? That's not my idea of romance. I mean, to think. <laughs> <laughs> to think that his excuse was that that was a lie that was supposedly going to impress his date is just absolutely hysterical to me. He's he's got to be. Uh, uh, I don't. He he is he stink of the week or here of the week for making us laugh. I'm not sure. Both could be both. Um. So this is good news out of the UK. There's just no denying. Um. There's just no denying the the shots and what's happening. And even even many people, I, I mean, the U.S. government is never going to admit that they shoved these out too quickly. They're never going to admit the truth about about, you know, the the VAR, well, you can see the VAERS reports. It's only one percent of what's been happening, but you can see the truth on the VAERS. Um, the FDA is going to continue with its one size fits all. But if we've got more country for now, but we get more countries that are stepping up and pushing back against this. Is this. A really good thing. It's very good thing. It's very pivotal. So UK is in they're in the running. They're a nominee for me right now. Senator Ron Johnson said federal health agencies have been captured by big pharma and grossly derelict in their duties throughout the pandemic. It's time he said this in response to the Project Veritas videos. It's time for Congress to thoroughly investigate uh, vaccine manufacturers in the entire COVID vaccine approval process. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the rest of Europe, as chronicled in this art, art article, have, have been more tailored than the U.S. in general. You remember, was it Switzerland skins that never shut down a school? That was one of the countries. One of the countries over there in that region. Yeah. Yeah. And they had the lowest outbreak. And you know who else? You know what other continent, what other countries have had the lowest death rate and the lowest sickness of anybody related to COVID? Africa. Want to know why? Because they sell hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin on the shelves there. Like we buy multi- You mean it works? Like, yeah, yeah. 
They take that stuff. Well, they they I, I, they probably take it every day, like we take multivitamins, because that's how they fight malaria over there, right? And parasites. So, mm. so if the U.S. was paying attention to and actually cared about what was working around the world, well, when you just you hit the nail right on the head, Andrea, because what do you think the Biden administration is going to do with this? Nothing. Well, no, because they, you know, the Biden administration was in court recently trying to get masks back on airplanes, right? Um, we're going to see if there's any more. Here's what the Department of Health and Social Care in the UK had to say: We're changing the COVID vaccine program for 2023 after advice from da da da. The current auto booster, so please forward to eligible. Oh, they've even admitted. That um, that uh, not all hospitalizations and deaths ascribed to SARS-CoV-2 infection are vaccine-preventable events. So, I mean, they're admitting basically these shots aren't stopping. It would take 800 fourth-dose boosters to generally healthy people to prevent. <laughs> They've revised their estimates. It would take 800 fourth-dose dose boosters in people ages 70 and up 8,000 for ages 50 to 59 and 92,500 in generally healthy 40 to 49 year olds to prevent a single COVID hospitalization the math isn't there and you know what it was never there that's why they had to use fear and panic and that more importantly why they had to use tyranny oh you want to go you want to go back to work you want to open your business you want your kid back in school put your arm out put your arm out there's a, there's a lot to this story, and I'm really glad it came out today. Yeah. I'm going to continue to read it over the weekend because you just brought this into me, and I haven't had a chance to com- completely peruse it. How's this for you guys? Um, okay, we you know we've mentioned it a few times throughout the show about how um, we're supposedly looking at a potential nuclear Armageddon because of Russia and Ukraine. Um, meanwhile, uh, Ukraine says they could boycott the Olympics if Russians are allowed... Um, back. Um, how you got that time to be preparing for the Olympics to go to the Olympics? Aren't if you're, you in a war? This just seems odd to me. Did we have the Olympics when the U.S. was in you know World War II when we were fighting the, the Nazis? I mean, were we still doing the shot put? I don't know. <laughs> Did, were we still getting our butts kicked by the Russian ice skaters? Because that always seems to happen. Have we not? I, that used to be my favorite event, and it just Was got it really. To, oh yeah, I love watching competitive ice skating. And you know, we'd always get a Michelle. Kwan. I was kind of a luge guy. Yeah, we'd always get. I love the luge too, but we'd always get a Michelle Kwan who would just choke in the end. Every every once in a while, we get a winner in the ice skating. Um, okay, so because though uh, this things are supposedly ramping up, and if they are ramping up, and we're looking at a very serious possible world war three then maybe ukraine you might want to not be thinking about trying to compete against lindsey vaughn in the downhill you might want to be thinking about how you're going to compete against the other uh soldiers coming to kill you that might be where you might want to put your effort you might want to prioritize you might want to prioritize here's what denmark is doing denmark is looking to and i know you i know what you're thinking you're thinking denmark they make those cookies right the danish cookies what do they know from military well in order to meet their requirements for nato membership they're actually looking to see what they can change and expand as part of their defense uh, department 
And so they are looking to um, introduce compulsory military service for women. So a draft for women. We have, we're still an all volunteer force. The last time we had the draft was Vietnam and it did not include women. My daddy, the jarhead, just, he just would, he would never ever and continue, would never have supported uh, women being drafted into the service. But I'm curious what you guys think. 888-344-1170. Do you, I mean, if there's, first of all, I don't believe in the draft. I think it should be a volunteer force. Um, but I'm, even, I'm 100% all volunteer. Should be freedom yeah. of choice. But if there is a draft, what are your thoughts on uh, men versus women? I, I, I just happen to think that, 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 that there shouldn't be a draft. Period. I, I really haven't gone beyond that. But if, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of able-bodied women that want to go out there and serve their country. So for me, that's not part of the equation. But, you know. Well, I think that there's roles that women can play that doesn't have to be combat. You oh, know. 100%. So, I mean, I think that, you know, if, if there is going to be a draft, if there would be a draft of, uh, you know, uh, I would think it could include women to do support. I don't support women being put into draft and in, into uh, combat. Com- absolutely not. But like you said, there are other roles. But there's other roles that people that, that can play. Uh, 888-344-1170. I'm curious. We're a military town. I'm curious to see if anybody else out there. You know, thinks, okay, well, you know, you, you women want to be equal in everything. Here's, here's your opportunity. But I, I just, you know, when we started having women, uh, um, trying to compete for some of these special operations programs and they said, you know, we're not going to relax any of the testing in order to make it. And they did. And that just puts, that just compromises everybody's, you know, safety. You know, it's, it's going to, going to war is, is scary enough. I can't imagine. Um, although, you know, if it's somebody like, remember the movie, the movie Aliens? All oh, the, very all, well. All the Marines came in and Vasquez. Man, I could go. I could get behind Vasquez in battle. Okay? I think a lot of people could. Yeah. I may have to watch that this weekend. That's a great. I, I still think it's the best Aliens movie. Absolutely. I never watched it, the third or any after that. Not I, bad. Not even close to the first two, especially the second one. You know what movie was good that I watched recently? And I'm not sure I mentioned it to you, Skins, cause, but I do remember mentioning it to some other people. It was on Netflix. I know it can be controversial. Not everybody loves Netflix. But there was a movie that was based on a true story during the Iraq War, the lead up to the Iraq War. And the movie stars Kira Knightley. And Ray Fiennes, who I think is a brilliant actor, and she did a great job in it. It's based on I've the, seen the movie, and I don't about recall the name. Official Secrets. Official Secrets, and it's based on a true story. And I was, like, really disappointed in myself. I didn't really know the story um, because uh, back during the Iraq War, the lead-up to that, I mean, I was I was as glued, if not more, into politics then than I am even now. I'm a big Ralph Fiennes fan, by the way. Yeah, so, it, and, and, and it was true to, the movie was true to the story. I thought it was engaging and entertaining. So if you need, and, and accurate historically in terms of what happened uh, with the lead-up between the United States and Tony, between W and Tony Blair, and, and the National Security Agency here in the United States in the lead up to the Iraq War. I found it incredibly informative. That's all I want to say because I don't want to give anything away. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. we got more to rap about. We might have to talk about the Supreme Court.
news, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Our country has become the investigation capital of the world. Actually, that's all we do. And it's only good for our many enemies, our enemies that are laughing at us all over the world. They could not be happier as they brilliantly plot our demise and destruction. We have to get back to making America great again. Well, I agree with you to one extent, Donald Trump. I agree with you that it has just become endless investigations. But the problem is that's not that the fact that people have investigation fatigue is not a reason to not do further and future investigations. In fact, the investigation fatigue is because it hasn't been really been investigations. It's been a weaponized government searching to manufacture crimes that it can use in order to persecute and prosecute innocent Americans. That's not the same thing. There have not been legitimate investigations taking place. There was not legitimate investigations of Hillary Clinton or her violations of the Espionage Act and what happened in Benghazi. There was not legitimate investigations against Barack Obama in Fast and Furious. There's not been legitimate investigation. In fact, there hasn't been one investigation not a legitimate one, into the FBI and the DOJ and the intelligence community and the far worse than Watergate spying on the American people. And the Durham report was crap. The Horowitz report, absolute crap. But even if there had been legitimate investigations, Horowitz found that James Comey committed crimes. He just didn't recommend any charges for him. The only way that Trump is is starting to have a point is there's no point of investigations if nobody's going to be held accountable. But the idea that we're supposed to now just not do any more investigations, that's how that's that's the uniparty establishment mindset of 1991. There is no future of this country if we don't fully hold criminally investigate and criminally hold accountable those within the U.S. government that have abused their offices and abused their power to persecute and prosecute Americans for their beliefs, like what we've seen going on in Jan 6. One of the defendants from Jan 6 got up to seven years today for pepper spraying Sitnik. Sitnik was pepper sprayed. He was died from a stroke. He was pepper sprayed by Capitol Police officers. That's just one example of the terrorism by our government against citizens for their political beliefs. So, no, I am not interested in turning the page. I'm not weary of investigations. I'm weary of no accountability. An investigation showed that there were there were multiple attorneys in the Department of Justice that lied to FISA courts. And not only did they not spend a day in jail, they still have their, their law licenses. What we're weary of is lack of accountability. I want more investigations. I just want them to be I, I want them to be legit. And for them to be legit means that there's a, there's a serious attempt to investigate a pro, based upon probable cause that a crime was committed and to criminally hold that person accountable. And in, and in record time, like Mueller did when he went after Cohen, when he went after uh, Roger Stone, when he went after everybody in Papadopoulos, when, going after everybody in Trump circle. You know, if Trump 
and and I know that y'all love Trump, but let me tell you that what he just said there reminds me of the first interview he did after he won in 2016. I think it was on 60 Minutes, and he was asked about Hillary Clinton because he won in large part many reasons, but one of the things that made him uh, a winner in 2016 was when in the debate with Hillary Clinton, where where uh, the whole Russian and all that crap come, came up, and he said, and in regards to her violation of the Espionage Act, if he was president, she'd be in prison. So people actually wanted him to hold her accountable, and he turned right around after he won and said, oh, it's time for the country to turn the page, because immediately, immediately, the forces of the Uniparty and the establishment started working on him and telling him, you, you know, just leave her alone, move forward, the country needs healing, they want you to work on the business for the American people, the business for the American people. And what did they deliver to us? They wouldn't give him any money for the wall. And John McCain flew out from his deathbed to stop the repeal of Obamacare. That was the establishment's idea of doing the work for the American people. And then, of course, because there was no accountability of Hillary Clinton of violating the Espionage Act, there was nobody, uh, the, his Department of Justice worked to persecute and prosecute everybody. It, it, you know, the deep state has grown. The deep state has grown. What do you think is going to happen if, if, if there is no further investigations and nobody's criminally prosecuted? In fact, prosecutions need to get out of D.C. They need to start happening at U.S. attorneys and attorneys general offices around the country. Speaking of justice, the Supreme Court, (laughs) guess who they hired supposedly to go in and investigate the leak? None other than former Homeland Security Secretary Michael Chertoff. Who remembers Chertoff? You would recognize his face. He's from the W administration. Remember how W... Uh, was it was it, I don't might have even been the Obama administration, but you know what's the diff really between the Obama administration and W? Why would they bring in some private dude from the Chertoff group? Spent gave him a million dollars for him to come in and evaluate Chertoff's company is supposedly a risk assessment firm. And of course, they pay him a million dollars. They've used him before in the past. They've got, and, and part of the scan, this is scandalous here. They've had a financial relationship with this guy in the past. They've hired him for other security assessments in the past. So basically, they've got some, you know, deep state crony in their, in their, you know, that they've paid for in their back pocket to bring in to do a phony investigation. He was paid a million dollars to come back and say, oh, just can't figure it out. Who did it? I just have no idea. This is where we're at. Chertoff, some of some of Chertoff's uh, you know, relationships go back. He and Roberts evidently went to school together, um, went to Harvard Law School together. Uh, they both served as, as clerks on the second U.S. Court of Appeals. So basically, you know, they brought in a they paid a million dollars, wrote a fat check to a friend of John Roberts to come in to do a phony investigation to basically come back and tell us they can't tell us who the leaker is yet. And, and I'm sure that, but the million dollar check was cashed. No doubt. All right. Going to take a break. Final segment of tonight's Andrea K show here of the week and stink of the week. Oh, oh, oh. 
Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's show. Here's a little bit of uh, some good news for San Diegans. If you are uh, a senior age 65 up, you can go to the uh, to the San Diego Zoo. I always want to call it the Wild Animal Park. The Safari Park for uh, free for the entire month of February. Seniors get to go for free. I think that's wonderful. That is great. That is great. When was the last time you went to uh, the Safari Park, Skins? The last time I went there was actually when uh, my wife and I were first dating. That was actually our second date. It's such a fun park, and I don't it's really actually, think, I like it more than the zoo. I do too, and I just never think of going there. I'm not old enough to go for free, but it's worth the money, and they've got all these great things you could do. And this is not a paid sponsorship, by the way. It's just, it's just great. One of the, you know, if we're going to live here in San Diego and suffer the high cost of living and 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 some of the negatives politically, we might as well enjoy. Right, some of the best things that we have here, which is they even f- have zip lining there. Oh, I, I've done it. I've done that, it. That was the first time I had done it. It was great. Yeah, yeah. And let me tell you, that tower where you take off is like four hundred feet up. It's pretty high. It's like the real deal. That zip line is so that's super fun. Um, other ideas for this weekend, Skins? Do you have any ideas? Of course, that that's well, uh, Safari Park is beginning uh, February one, so it wouldn't be this weekend yet. Well, do whatever you're going to do Saturday because we're supposed to be starting to get more rain on Sunday. <sighs> this is true. Um, this is this is true. All right. Um, here of the week and stink of the week. I so far I've had two contenders. Um, the Brock Purdy, I think his name is. He is my hands down hero of the of the week, Andrea. And, and the reason is, I think it takes a lot of guts, especially for a rookie beginning his career, to stand up and say, "This is who I am." And you know what? I might lose my job over it, and that's okay. Yeah, even more than the firefighter in Florida. Oh, I'm not putting one over the other. Just for me, that stands out more because this guy is, I mean, he's fresh, he's young, and he loves football, but he loves the Lord. Well, yeah, and the fact that he's so high profile. I mean, I don't know where they're at in the playoffs right now. Normally, I would know, like, every player and the whole rosters, and I would know, you know, um, the power players and all that, but... Um, it, you know, they, he, he may even make it into the Super Bowl. So we're talking about super high profile and he's not, he's not cowering. He's like, this is who I am. He's on the level of that Russians, uh, hockey player. And in today's culture in which we le- live, Andrea, that's the courage it's going to take. Mm-hmm. It's going to take courage to not only be vocal and say, this is what I believe, but it's going to take being willing to sacrifice something on the other end. Okay. Stink. Honestly, I, I thought long and hard about this, and uh, for me, I mean, I, there's a lot of it out there. AT&T for canceling Newsmax. You know what? It's so funny you should say that, because I was just thinking about that myself. There's actually, I think, did you have a clip here? Was there, or did you have an article for me? No, it was an article, yeah, that I think Comer, all of a sudden, James Comer from Kentucky's kind of come out of, you know, thin air. I mean, it's like he's just one of our toughest MAGA fighters. He was one of the ones that joined with um, Biggs and in, in pushing back against McCarthy. Y'all, excuse me for yawning. I'm so sorry. I've been struggling trying to get over. You could probably hear I'm still a little congested trying to get over a sinus infection. And sometimes the medicine keeps me awake all night. I was like, from decongestion at like three in the morning. I didn't go to sleep till four. Poor Gator, he didn't get a decent night's sleep, so I'm super tired. But yeah, he's promising hearings on DirecTV dropping Newsmax. Um, but here's the question, though. I mean, in a free society, 
Should Newsmax, I mean, should DirecTV have a right to decide whose product they put, whose content they put on her? Because it could be a slippery slope to where we could be where government's now saying, hey, Salem, hey, the answer is San Diego. Uh, For every hour you got AK on, we need to have an AOC. What I would like is because they say it's budgetary, which is fine. But I would like to know how much money Newsmax was bringing to the table for them and see if it's actually bottom line was the right decision or not. Well, but even if it's even if it wasn't the right decision financially for them or whatever that was, should they have the right to do it? Should they have the right? I think that I think first and foremost, no taxpayer money should be spent on NPR or PBS. Right. It's like if you want to be if you want to be free and clear to pick who you want and have whatever content you want on fine, but you're not going to get a dime from taxpayer money. It's just not going to happen. First and foremost. To me, especially after everything that happened with COVID, I'm so freedom is always the answer because you, the abuse on the part of government officials is just a problem. So for me. even though you don't like the decision, you're OK with the fact that they should be allowed to do that. I think we need to let the free market decide. Right. I mean, look at CNN and the upheaval because they went so off the rails for so long with their Russian collusion hoax and Adam Schiff and all that kind of stuff, um, you know, that they they've. They've tanked, right? They've had to completely get rid of of half of the. I don't even know if they if they've still had any kind of a turnaround. I don't remember what the latest numbers were. It was like forty percent. So I'm for letting the free market decide. You know, um, gosh, I'm so sorry, y'all. CNN is on my cable package. I don't care if CNN is on my cable package or not. You know, I don't really watch cable that much. I tend to watch, you know, streaming and so I can pick and choose my content. Um, but, you know, I think, I think you know, Spectrum should be able to have whatever companies they want to have and craft packages. And if you want to, you know, pay to have the NFL package, great. If you don't want to pay to have the NFL package, you don't, you don't have to pay for it. You know, so I'm all, I'm all about freedom. I'm all about freedom because I know that the left would love nothing more than for us to get on board with the idea of government controlling uh, our media and our content. Mary's on the line. She's got something she wants to say about it. Hi, Mary. Hi. Um, I was just wanted to say I was listening to Officer Tatum earlier. Oh, love him. And uh, oh, I know. I love him, too. But uh, he was talking about how. With the Newsmax and the AT&T thing, it's kind of like the situation with Louder or what's his name? Crowder? Louder, Louder with Crowder? With Crowder. Uh-huh. Yeah, that apparently that Newsmax was trying to get more money and um, for their show or something like that. And that, um, that Newsmax, I guess, didn't agree to it and um, because they have... Uh, other conservative people, or I'm sorry, I'm nervous. No, the, oh, uh, well, thank you for calling, Mary. First of all, you don't sound nervous, but I think it doesn't seem as though it was really contract negotiations that went awry. And, and for a couple of reasons, and, and I say that for a couple of reasons. Number one, if, if there were negotiations went awry, Newsmax would be making the, the statements that they've made. It wouldn't have come out of nowhere. Um, and also because AT&T and DirecTV's response to the fallout as people were upset about it was to say, oh, we're going to start this other little opinion thing over here. So they're going to get rid of their fourth 
most successful cable channel in news and replace it with with, a, with another little channel of opinion that nobody knows. It just doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. No. And in the words of the great Judge Judy, if it doesn't make sense, it's not true. This smacks to me of the same thing that happened to One America News. Because right now, if you look at how CNN is tanking and nobody's watching MSNBC, people are leaving Fox News and going to... Uh, and went to One America News and has been going to Newsmax. And, you know, they're they're concerned about the power and the influence that's having over the voters. I, 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 I see clearly that's what's going on here. The question is whether or not we should support government intervention. So, Mary, thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. Sure. Thank you. Take good care. And thanks for listening to Officer Tatum. We love Officer Tatum. In fact, when I last time I filled in for Kara, on Tipping Point at One America News, he was one of my guests on the show. I got to interview him. Um, and what was the topic? At that point, it was when Kanye was blowing up. That was when Kanye was a really big deal. So y'all keep listening to Officer Tatum. I missed his show today. I wanted to hear what he had to say about this Memphis story. So I'm definitely going to have. Did you happen to hear at all? I, I normally do listen to bits and pieces of Officer Tatum throughout the day. Did not have a chance. To. Yeah. Yeah. Today was a very busy day for you. Um, so yeah, I think that has to be a, a top stink for me is AT&T and DirecTV. Got another Should one? They, again, do they have the right? Yeah. But is it the right decision? Uh, it doesn't add up. Right. And a uh, runner up for here of the week is uh, the UK and the story you found of them backing off on the shots. That was great. Um, my number one stink has to be actually even over AT&T and DirecTV is this Pfizer guy who was caught on videotape and Pfizer working to mutate gain of function in the United States so that they've got an excuse to push out more shots for money. That's got to be my number one stink of the week. Hey, love you guys so much. We'll be back Monday, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Email me at andreakshow.com. See y'all later. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.